Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Gimme Back My Horror Movies the podcast. I am your host Charlie and with me as always is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. Hi everybody, this is Nate talking just in case nobody ever knew my voice. No one knows when it's you. I literally have just all these little audio clips that I clip together for everything of yours. So it sometimes is Nate when he's talking. This is a Nate keyboard. How are you? <laughs> and over here rubbing his head because he agreed to be at a floating co-host on the show. <laughs> we brought Pete back. Say hello, Pete. Good evening, everyone. I'm back. <laughs> Much to Charlie's chagrin, I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is disappointed. <laughs> Nate keeps the bit going alive. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is probably the most excited of the entire episode you're going to hear, Charlie, tonight. Um, as everyone can see, it's Pete's pick. Uh, we decided, hey, you know, let's put a little Pete flavoring on this show. <laughs> and I immediately regret it. <laughs> It was way too spicy. I have oh. no regrets. I got to have a lovely dinner with Pete and yeah. then a lovely tension-filled night of watching this movie with him. <laughs> I feel like I should have been the one to be wined and dined for this movie. Not you, <laughs> Next time we will uh, mail you some dinner. That's what we'll do. Just or a little we'll, cheese. We'll do DoorDash, but do it to your address. Well, that's can not you a bad idea. Can you DoorDash a charcuterie board to me? I'll make the board. They just need to bring me the stuff to put on the board. <laughs> and, of course, you have plenty of axes to cut that cheese. I, 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 well, there's nothing else to cut cheese with, is there? You no, have no. have a cheese axe. You've got your cheese axe. You've got your kitchen axe. you got your van axe. Yeah, your sausage all the axes. axe. All the sausage axes, axe. Yeah. I wanted an axe in my head last night, but that's okay. We'll get into that. understand it. That's tough. Can't wait to deep dive. Here we Uh, go. This is going to be fun. So as everyone can see, I'm going to continually point out Pete's pick tonight is a movie from 2009, Korean movie called Thirst. And uh when Pete sends me something, normally I, 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 not normally, I do try to go in as open-minded as I can. He has, you know, sent some stuff across or recommended a few things, and I'm like, I dig it. I like this. Okay. That was weird, Pete, but I dig it. This one, I have no words for. Um, <laughs> I went into this. I immediately, he sent it over to me, and I went, is this Korean Twilight? And he goes, how dare you besmirch a cinematic greatness? And I, I let it go. <laughs> I agree with that. How I dare let you? It, <laughs> I let it go. But upon reviewing our conversation, because I had to reference our conversation, and I'll explain that in a minute. Um, he never said no. He never said it's not. <laughs> and it's my so spider senses were already <laughs> tingling, and I was fooled. Um, so why don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you picked this movie real quick, Pete? Let's, uh, let's start be- there. Because I wholeheartedly love this film. I think it's a masterpiece of Asian horror. It has grossness. It has some really fantastic practical effects. It's got some of that, uh, wire foo going on. Uh, it plays loosey goosey with European vampire lore because there's really not 
there's there really aren't vampires in Asian culture. They kind of sort of are, but traditionally uh, vampires don't really exist for whatever reason in uh, Asian countries. It's definitely a European thing. Um, and I just, I think it's a beautifully shot film. It is an arty film to a degree because of a lot of the shots and, uh, how things were set up. Uh, it is a thick movie. There's a lot of meat on this bone. So there's layers upon layers of, of storylines and things to really, it's, it's got, I think it's got a rewatchability that. Uh, is hard to beat there's there's a lot to digest in this movie and i just love every minute of it it's horrifying and comical at times and and terrifying at other times and really really uncomfortably sexy at other times so (laughs) i think i think it's a full package and i just absolutely adore this film uh, I'm glad you brought up that last part because <laughs> there was a second question I asked when you broached this movie to me was I watched this with my wife. This is usually our date nights. And oh, I'm no. like, Ooh. I'm like, is this, is this like, okay, appropriate to watch with my wife? And I understand you may not know what, you know, what type of movies we watch at home. Uh, we don't watch this kind. And, Understood. oh, <laughs> so, oops. <laughs> So as I was saying that I had to uh, reevaluate our conversation was when my wife gave me the ultimate death stare during the uber long sexy time Uh, um, of when I asked, is this porn? And you went, there's nudity and there's (laughs) stuff in it. I thought it was very tasteful. It would be underneath the art section on Pornhub. Agreed. (laughs) You know... (laughs) Well, but there also would be another subcategory called "very wet drowned man" put in it as well. That's a new category uh-huh. on their website that you're not really ready you, for. You guys are you guys are kind of jumping the shark early for me tonight. I have some stuff prepared, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're gonna have to readdress, and I'm sure we will as we get into this movie. But no, I had to prove to my wife that I did ask these questions of Pete. To when I d- I discovered he didn't clearly answer any of them. I I will apologize for that. That uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of the gore with the with your wife and and I gore we love <laughs> lost just, over lost over the 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 absurd amount of nakedness in it. <laughs> now I I'm gonna go ahead and go that I'm wondering if you guys watched a different movie than me because this did not do anything for me gore wise. No, nothing the blood splatter spitting out of a dude like he's puking or oh, slitting throat. I, I love the the, the blood that splatters. was i love the flute mm-hmm. just it, having blood fill up a flute as he's playing it Blech. it did nothing for me i was like at the beginning i was like oh okay we i love the pressure behind blood I do love that it shtick in a lot of Asian movies and it's carried over into some more modern films. Tarantino loves to push it. You know, anytime someone gets cut, everyone in the room gets sprayed. <laughs> and I love that. Um, this one didn't do it for me. Uh, I'm, I'm really trying hard tonight <laughs> to not completely shit on this movie. We broke Charlie. We did. You we broke did. Charlie. You did. Um, and, I went to bed last night 
rolling over in my brain of how I was going to approach this. And there's so much more we're going to talk about. And I, I feel, I tell you what, we're going to play a trailer, which was the first hurdle I had in this movie is it's Korean. It's Korean. It is, <laughs> it's not dubbed either. It's only subtitled. Mm-hmm. And so I had to dig deep to figure out how to make this watchable or listenable watchable it was i wish i could figure out how to make it watchable too um but how do i make this come across on a podcast i did find a dub but it was only for the female side so it it's kind of weird how they did it hmm. um Very but interesting to hear just it, it's 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 kind of wild but i feel like this is the best thing for the show just to get this kind of the feel of the movie across that's the biggest thing this kind of describes the movie in a nutshell. So here we go with the trailer for Thirst. You're impossibly fast and strong. Your skin is pale white and ice cold. Your eyes change Wait a color. minute, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and sometimes you speak like, like you're from a different time. You never eat or drink anything. You don't go out in the sunlight. How old are you? You did not watch the right movie. <laughs> it's the only trailer where I'm going to talk through. How long have you been 17? I know what you are. This is the best part. Vampire. I could be like you right now. I want you always. I'm dying already. You're hurting my soul over here. That's what you're doing. I I can take it. I dream about being with you forever. As a Twilight fan, well, I am insulted. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. <laughs> well done. That's literally the most of Twilight I've ever watched, and it was worth every, <laughs> every second minute. of it. <laughs> I literally cut all the girl out of the trailer and went, hmm. And this is both mine and my wife's idea where we were. At first, I was going to play the Benny Hill music because oh. I was going to say this was all that was running through my brain during the movie. But I was like, we're going to cut it with Twilight because this son of a bitch made me watch Twilight, but in Korea. Oh, so. oh no. It's so, there's layers here. God. Layers! Like, so long. It is not, it is not that surface tension uh, Twilight, that shallow, horrible, teeny. This is, this is not a movie for teenagers. By any stretch of the imagination. Oh, this is not a movie for a Charlie. <laughs> and no. I, just, I don't know how you can compare it to Twilight. It's not for teenagers. It's not okay. really a love story. It's it's a falling down story. It's a story about... It's uh, not a love story. That's a lot of love in this it's a, story. It's a lust story is what it is. Yes, I mean, it's, it's succumbing to carnal emotions. And uh, it's turning your back on the church. Animalistic. It's so much. Yes. Like, I am not the only one that made this parallel because Charlie did actually research 
to find out if I was alone. Because when I read the reviews on IMDb, I went, these people are smoking crack when they put eight and nine stars on it. And then I dug deeper into the interwebs outside of IMDb and other people like me are going, what did I watch? This is the director of old boy. Mm -hmm. What in the world am I watching right now? And that was me the whole time. I'm going, this, this guy did old boy. What's going on? What is he doing? And it's, he was telling a story is what he was doing. Uh, a story and, and that I, has a director's cut that's even longer that he, I really want to see, but it's only been released, I think, in Korea. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, Korea, Korea and, and India, I think. Is yeah, what it's it like was. an additional like twenty minutes. I would love to know what that passes. Okay, yeah, both man, you guys. Are, so they're saying an additional twenty minutes on top of two hours and fourteen minutes uh-huh. that the runtime yeah. of this movie is I'm because. Down. I know this because as we're watching it at about an hour 45, both me and my wife went, it's still going. Why will it not end? <laughs> and it would get to a point where you're like, oh, five more minutes. It's going to stop. And it wouldn't stop. And I looked it up as only time. I will say this. I did not look at my phone the entire time until I looked up the time. I, I, I truly wanted to know why you brought this movie onto the show. So I was all in. I was I was there. I was watching it, uh, reading it, and all, but I was uh, until the credits finally rolled, where we both went, "Thank Christ, it's done. I'm going to bed." I had to cleanse my brain so much that I've had Tubi on all day in my shop. I picked one movie and I just said, screw it, Tubi, you tell me what's next. And I've let it go and I have had a glorious day in the shop <laughs> scrubbing my brain. And I'm talking like uh, I shared it in the group. I was watching uh, Slaughter High, which rolled that's, into that's uh, Galaxy nice. of Terror, which is oh, Roger Corbin. Oh, God, that's uh, got a horrible rape scene in it. <laughs> and, <laughs> You're okay uh, with that, though? <laughs> there's a rape scene in this movie no there isn't no no this was all enthusiastic consensual all sex consent. in the tent now, at the end okay that's okay. true but there's a very oh, good reason he I did feel that. like that was a setup though i, I feel I, like I, there was a right i feel like there's a better way there he could have done assault. it we with say that. out that's still rape nate she was unwilling true. and screamed true. And I know why he did it, and I'm sure we'll get to it because it's at the end. But I have another way to fix that, and they didn't need to do that. So, <laughs> I and I'm not. We're not doing Galaxy of Terror on the show tonight. We are doing Thirst. But anyway, I've had it on Tubi all day just to try and help my brain heal. Um, Nate, let's go ahead and give you some spotlight real quick. Uh, do we have a three sentence synopsis? We do. Fantastic. Let me know when you are ready, and I'll hit the button. Ready. It's the age-old story of a priest meeting a girl, turning into a vampire, and drinking coma victim's blood, <laughs> then finding himself in the bad graces of an in-law. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... All that stuff that happens in this movie, and I, I think summed that it up <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, 
I, instead of that like fierce music though, I needed some whimsical, flowery. <laughs> I'm sorry, music. I should have. I, I actually told something you. Better. I should have prepared you. I know, man. I could have. I, I could have had some something. summertime charm. You gotta let me. You, you gotta message me earlier where it's like, Charlie, I'm feeling whimsical tonight, and I will have <laughs> something ready to yeah. go. Tonight's whimsical. Tomorrow is fierce. I mean, I might be able to fix it in post, but at this point, we've talked about it too much, and I'm not going to edit it. Don't fix so, it. That's fair. Don't, don't mess with it. Don't, 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 don't. Um, as, as everyone should probably figure out by now, Charlie's going to take a little bit of a back seat this episode. <laughs> I, will, I will chime in when pertinent, but I am going to let these two maniacs, they thought I was going to use a different M word, but that's okay, but these two maniacs... Uh, <laughs> gush about this movie that has me literally scratching my head the entire time <laughs> and i will just chime in when things where i'm like uh, that dog right there that pete has as his Sorry co-host in in the show it's fine we all it's, live it's in our, homes it's our fourth host <laughs> that's that's our fourth host. all right we finally got one i'm sure they slept through the movie so it's fine <laughs> you know wish i had they but um they like to sit next to me during that movie it was delightful who wants to talk a little bit about the director? Let's 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 go ahead and get that going. I feel like Pete should because I have only seen this movie now and Old Boy yeah. by this director. Same, same. This, uh, this is uh, Park Chan Wook. Uh, he's a Korean director. Uh, he is a, he's an auteur. He makes very artful films, including Old Boy, uh, the Vengeance trilogy, which includes Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, and Lady Vengeance. Uh, that that there is action horror at its best. Is There's that some... the one you sent me a clip of to watch the other night? No, that was the villainous. Who the villainous? Yeah, uh, that's a movie I haven't seen yet. It's on my way from uh, library. Is getting it for me. Uh, that is an action movie with the uh, female lead in uh, Thirst. So she okay. is she's the gal that was doing the hardcore Harry at the very beginning. Yes. And if I if I read correctly, that's uh that beginning is just a, a bit they did at the beginning. It's not it's not it's the not entire the film. No, okay. no, no, no. Well, we're digressing, but you know, this right, is, again, right. Pete sends something to Charlie. Charlie you will watch it. it. Yeah. I really will. And, and I, I will and, the, yeah. the, the girl, the lead in this, I like her. And we'll get to that later in the movie of why I like her so much in this. She's Um, fantastic. She's probably Mm -hmm. the only one I really actually cared about watching in this movie. I'm sure all of them are great actors. It's nothing about that. Uh, It was, there's just something about the way she did what she did. I actually did like, and I mentioned it to my wife about it. She was having a ball in this movie. She clearly was enjoying her role in this film. But anyway, back to Park Chan-wook. So, uh, again, Park Chan-wook, uh, he did Old Boy. Um, Stoker, he also did, or, yes, uh, Stoker. Uh, it's has something to do with uh, Bram Stoker, and I haven't seen it. I've seen a trailer for it, and I kind of haven't put two and two together. Uh, it looks beautiful. Uh, he's also done Snowpiercer, which is a uh, – Chris Evans was in the, it. Oh, the movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm, the I'm film. I'm aware of that one, yeah. He, yep. he directed Snowpiercer, which I think that's also another American film. It, it is. It is. Then, but it was heavily but, influenced in Korea as well. It, he, it was a co-production or something, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think the, the TV show is actually being done in England or something now. 
that there, there's a television one show. Or two seasons with it. Two Snow seasons, Piercer's I think, phenomenal. Okay, that's an it, excellent movie, and that's a wild movie. Yeah, I mean that. Well, trying to trying to make heads or tails of that till you get to the very end of it is kind of insane. But uh, again, par for the course no, for this director. And I'm, not, I'm not comparing it to this movie though. Um, and then the the other thing you haven't seen, I'm quite certain, and <laughs> may, maybe this is uh, something Nate and I will watch. That we need to go watch The Handmaiden one of these days. Nate, this isn't The Handmaiden's Tale. This is The Handmaiden. I'm down for it. Oh I'm boy, down for whatever. Oh boy, uh, you thought this one was sexy. You thought. You thought thirst was sexy. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that word has never come out of my Hand, mouth. Handmaiden is steamy, but, uh, but it's kind of a, the handmaiden is kind of like a, a, a Rashomon movie where the story is told from three different perspectives. It's okay. a really fascinating way to tell a movie and it's very, very well done again, <laughs> very steamy. So th- those are some of the things he's done. I, haven't seen anything from him that isn't brilliant. I just, I just love his direction, the way he tells a story. Uh, so anytime I see, and he doesn't do a lot. He usually takes a couple years off between films because he's, he doesn't need to. He, he's, he can just do a movie whenever he wants to. Most of his films are my brain. successful enough that he doesn't yeah. need the the money. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I take a couple years off, then I come back, drop another masterpiece, and then mm-hmm. I dip out. That's what I'm going to do. That's what he does. Was this one that he wrote during his off time? Because (laughs) This is actually a a film based on a French novel. And, um, uh, oh, uh, Therese Raquin. And I don't know anything about it. I haven't read it. But it's based on this. My guess is it's loosely based because I don't, the, the novel was printed in the late 1800s. So I don't know if it was vampire related back then. But there's, I think being French, there's definitely some, there's a tryst involved somewhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure of that. For yeah. sure. Well, one of the things that I was happy that you picked this, because A, it's been on my list for a while, because I remember the cover being very intriguing. But I also just don't know much when it comes to um, Asian horror movies in general. Like, I've seen Train of Busan, and that, that might be it. <laughs> like, I just don't know much. I've never seen... I saw the devil. I've never seen the host, not for a lack of not wanting to. It's just trying to find the time when there's a million things out. And also it's just finding the time to want to like sit down and read a movie, like heavily focus, not just put something on in the background. Cause you can't watch a movie like this in the background, you know? No, these type of movies are not background the, movies. Yeah, this no. this is a very engaging movie. Uh, these yeah. are you gotta have like a light off, and you're just you're mm-hmm. in the zone the whole time. Yeah, phone yeah. off, light off. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, make some time for the host. That's a that's genuinely a great film. I think the most I've delved into is I've watched the the Netflix series. And I'm trying to remember the name of it, where they're in the apartment building that becomes possessed, and it's just an insane amount of like how many different creatures and demons can we throw at people and jackie and i were watching that all subtitled it was entering bloody 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 uh sludge turned me on to it you'll have to give us the name yeah Uh, i gotta gotta know what that is well you got you guys talk and i'll look it up yeah that wasn't tokyo vampire hotel was it because that's really good that's that's sion sono we'll we'll get to that director at a later date So the next time you're allowed to pick a movie. No, no, no. I, I, I understand Pete what has happened it. here. No, no, no. Now, now listen, now listen. 
I understand that I have uh, I have offended our evil overlord, even though I think he's <laughs> insane for not liking this movie. But Same. I have chosen a movie the next time I'm allowed to pick that you will be very, very happy with. I assure you. Well, everyone tune in 2023 when I let Pete pick If you keep grounding your hosts, you're not going to have anybody. Yeah, then what's going to happen? <laughs> I just say you're grounded from picking, not participating. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) So So I was really excited to like actually sit down and watch this. And I was just attached to the screen the whole time. Um, But I didn't realize this is going to be very hard to cover on a podcast because I didn't write any notes because I had to watch the movie. You know, like typically like anything else I can watch look down, keep jotting down because I've seen the movies before or whatever. And, you know, I'm not losing focus. Like ADHD mind is losing its mind. If I try to do that with like a movie like this, it would not work. You know, I'd have a meltdown. Um, but I just God, the movie's fantastic. Yeah, like it's Nate- so haunting and so like beautiful and just haunting is the only word I can come up with. <laughs> Real quick, I've got the name of that show for everyone. It's called Sweet Home, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's uh, that's in my queue somewhere. So thank you. Watch it. I will. I will for sure. So the actor, if if you're into any sort of uh, Asian horror at all, you'll recognize the actor as Song Kang To. Uh, He was in Parasite. He was also in Snowpiercer. Uh, the host, and he was the lead in Sympathy for Mr. Uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, which is part of that old boy uh, vengeance trilogy. Yeah. Uh, he's been in a bunch, and he's really good. He was really good in Parasite, if you haven't seen it. That's another... Parasite's phenomenal. Borderline horror movie. Th- probably more like a thriller it's, is a better way to, to say that. Um and horror it's, movie for people that are not into horror movies. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, it's not a horror, a traditional horror movie, but there is some frightening stuff and just mm-hmm. tension. And I mean, tension that you are on the edge of your seat, sweating. I mean, I'm going to go gonna ahead happen. and say this movie did not click anything for horror for me. Interesting. Watching it. Okay. Well. It it did not come across. I don't know how. I re- he I'm like, has a really good idea of how to break this down. Well, yeah, I, I, I am totally down for a breakdown. Well, um, no, it, 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 it's all this is this is kind of odd. We're, we're kind of weighing heavy on Pete tonight, because if I talk about this, no one's going to go watch the movie. And I'm sure Pete wants everyone to go watch the movie. And I'm over here going, don't don't go watch the movie. If, it's a trap. If you're <laughs> if you're into this thing, um <laughs> If you can get, well, okay, let's, let's get to all that later. What, what I'd like to do tonight, and I know this isn't the show to go scene for scene, and I'm certainly not going to do that tonight, no, but I would like not, to. Not for a two hour movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I do want to break this movie up into three acts though. Perfect. The, the, I think it's the, a great way to do The third act being the shortest, because I think we're just going to dive into the, the batshit craziness of that third act yes which is once she starts turning into a vampire shit hits the fan and it gets really really awesome spoiler uh, alert if you guys were really interested in going and watching this so yeah I'm just say that now so um i'm just gonna it, had i had i watched this a couple weeks early and really gotten 
this around, I would have, would have done a six minute synopsis like I do over on the other podcast, Yeah, but I, but I didn't. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to quickly synopsize act one. We can talk about it a little bit. Maybe you got some questions. Sure. We'll hop, we'll hop on to act, act two, do the same thing. And then act three, it's just going to be like, okay, game on. <laughs> what the hell happens in this last act? I'm down. So be, because there really is a lot to chew on. There, there's a lot of meat on this bone. Um, it's, it's very, very thick. There's a lot of, since there are some unusual to our ears, names it's kind of hard to follow that and that can get frustrating for a lot of folks that don't watch a, a lot of especially asian movies you're not used to these names mm-hmm. and uh even and i'm not as familiar with korean names but uh it's it's something you need to get used to yeah i definitely would not be able to pronounce anyone's names like without sounding like a total idiot like well, i'll admit it <laughs> i'm i'm gonna screw them up it, also it's so easy to to read them and go, okay, i'm picking up on who's who <laughs> right so in act one what happens uh, we have a catholic priest na- that with the name of sang hun uh he volunteers for an experimental vaccine for the emmanuel virus which is basically ebola uh you you pretty much melt from the inside. Uh, you you create boils on your skin. You Get start disgusting. bleeding from the eyes and ears. It is, and Charlie, you're saying you don't see anything horrific. The the results of this disease by itself, as he experiences it throughout the movie, is awful because this is this shit kind of happens. That maybe not to this extreme, but it does happen, but and that's horrific. I, I won't say the actual disease is not horrific, but. It didn't. It didn't do anything for me as far as on the on film, um, and also uh, I'm, I'm sure you're going to bring it up. This only affects Caucasians and Asians. Uh, this one in the movie, they yeah, they yeah, it's real weird. That. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they really do at the very beginning. They I really do. felt like when they were talking about like how it's weird that it only affects men, I was like, oh, like this is clearly the vampire. Like I already know this is a vampire movie, so the vampire is plaguing this town only to find out that's not the case. It's no the actual disease. The vampirism comes from an oopsie, which I'm, yes. con- I'm confused on. I, I'm okay. going to go ahead and throw this out here uh, until I don't know, almost to the end of the movie. I had no idea how the heck he even got this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, it's he, brilliant. <laughs> uh, the, the priest takes this, like I say, he takes this uh, experimental drug uh, that's supposed to help, uh, uh, cure uh, EV, uh, uh, the uh, manual virus. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work. Um, as he is dying, the doctors give him a transfusion, which does not help, and he dies anyway. But as they're pulling the, uh, as they're as they're pulling the sheet over his head to pronounce him dead, they can see him still breathing, and Bing, it's a miracle. He's still alive. Especially with him being a priest. So now it's like, wow, this is a man of God Correct. who has died it, and come back to life. To, yes. but, to give credit where credit's due on this, though, it wasn't that he was breathing. He was praying. He was audibly yes. praying He was audibly after praying they pulled, as they were putting the cloth on him. Yeah, the and, cloth drops, mm-hmm. and he's dead, and then they hear prayers. Good You're call. thinking it's like a voiceover. Because uh, the way he filmed it, because it's further away until you see all the doctors lean over him. And, and then you realize, like, oh. yeah, 
he came like, back to life. And when he comes back to life, they have him all bandaged up to cover all of his boils and blisters. And yeah, like, Invisible Man. It's yeah, they definitely it. did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can but even like, see yellow spots where the boils are, where, where the, the g- gack or goo has seeped through. And there's parts where he's wearing a hat. And I'm like, oh, yeah, get totally. it. you like the Invisible Man. I, I understand. <laughs> but like the reason why he's a vampire is that blood transfusion. That's what saved his life. Right. It was the blood of a vampire, which means there was a vampire that went to a blood bank, blood bank, just to mess <laughs> and donated with people. blood. Yeah, like this that had to be a way. pretty, it had to be a pretty <laughs> dank blood bank, Nate, uh, to, to 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 not be able to screen out vampire blood that that literally goes into his body for like point five six of a second, because it literally goes. Let's try it. And he did. I mean, the blood barely touched his vein, and then he comes back to life. That's where I got lost. I was like, mm-hmm. how did this? Was it because at first I was like, was it the vaccine? It was experimental. It was, did it, did it mix with his, his blood? Did it mix with something in him? And he was the only one because 50 people died but everyone kept saying yep. he was the survivor of 500 that's yeah that got lost in translation that was weird. yeah i think that was I, a lost in i translation think either moment. got lost in translation or it was they were trying to emphasize how something usually innocuous happens and then people blow it out of proportion mm-hmm. as it goes so now it's like oh it wasn't 50 right, right. it was 500 that's good you know call. yeah uh, I watched the movie, guys. I know you I did. Really, I, yeah, I know. really I did. <laughs> I watched this movie. So one thing you need to understand about Asian horror, especially Japanese horror, is they don't always explain themselves, and they don't need to. Uh, things like The Grudge, shit just happens. Shit's haunted. You're screwed. There's no explanation for some of this. So the the lack of an explanation for where this vampire blood came from is not unusual uh, in this kind of genre. It's it just, just accept it. It just happened. I don't know if I can do that though. Pete. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I understand that's, that's the first part like that you said it. was they don't explain stuff. Like if it's a spirit, which is predominantly what J horror is, is possession spirits, demons that, you know, are attacking. This one needed a little bit of explanation. You wanted a little more science, though. So. Okay. Just something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even for, it could have been a simple, okay, the guy's on his way. Let's cut back to the lab. They have a blood sample. Obviously, they would have took one. And they realized that it's like, you know, healing itself almost. There's no sign of the virus. You know, anything to tell me, oh, it's in his blood. Okay, I get it now. It wasn't the vaccine or mix the vaccine part to it. There was something in that blood. Maybe it wasn't directly vampirism, but when it mixed with the vaccine in his body, we have now created a vampire. But that would take away from the impact of him surviving. He gets like a little following. Like everyone is, this is a man of God that is so close to God. But but I'm saying this is all like supposition for us. Not so much that that's what happens in the movie. It's just explain it to us. Everyone can still say he's a miracle, you know, because what lab would want to let it out that they created a vampire, you know, so they'll just <laughs> nah, let it see, go out. Just that... take away from the horror of accidentally getting vampire blood if you get a blood transfusion. Now I got to worry about that. That's that on would, my list. That <laughs> would only, on that... my list. Toilet bomb. That's on my list. 
there's weird things I gotta worry about. Crocodiles, alligators, yeah. quicksand, piranha. Yeah, quicksand has never Dynamite. been as much of a problem as I thought it was gonna be when I was twelve. Exactly. I got us still exam. a problem. It, it's, yeah. But okay, yeah, this is what happens when you're on our show, Pete. We're gonna digress over here. Uh, no, this is great. This is exactly what I wanted to happen as we we're. I, I want you about. to. I want you to imagine Nate as Troy, where he's got this childlike wonder of I love this movie, <laughs> and I get to be Kathleen going. This is shit, Pete. Shit, Why did right. you make no, me watch no, this, this movie? I'm, I'm in familiar territory here for sure. <laughs> Poor Pete. I like, almost I thought win. this was on purpose. Oh, I, no. <laughs> I was like, is he doing this for a reason? Like, is this really a bad movie? But he's making me think it's good. Oh, no, no. Uh, you, you asked, you asked me on because you wanted to see some weird shit. Boom! Here you go. So. Not the direction of weird I wanted to go, Pete. <laughs> well, well, I, I will steer it in a different direction the next time you let me pick a movie. I got to work I, on that employee handbook. I, still, I know, yeah, I? right. <laughs> HR is coming down hard on me, I'm sure. Uh, so he survives. And like Nate said, uh, the word gets out. And being a Catholic priest, desperate folks with sick, dying loved ones come to him and are trying to like they just want to touch him or have him pray they over want a miracle them. work they done. want him to work a miracle on their loved ones which is heart-wrenching and heartbreaking and he's he can't do anything really because this is you know even he doesn't understand yeah he doesn't understand it why he was the one that got to live and like he'll literally be in a meeting and there'll be people pounding on the window like trying to get to him and that's where we meet mrs Ra. now mrs Ra made her way as uh, uh, the oh hell, uh, <laughs> Sang Hoon is entertaining a group of kids, and she bursts in through a window, uh, and says, "Please pray over my son." And being right in front of a bunch of people, he can't refuse. He's also kind of a pushover, and he mm. really, really, genuinely is a good man, and he really wants to do good he volunteered for this because he wanted to help the world and it backfired on him so he agrees to pray over uh her son kang Wu, who is in sure. the hospital dying from something i don't know cancer it, is what they said it was was it uh, cancer yeah I, I i missed that i can't um, remember if they said it was an esophagus type cancer oh or yeah something. that does sound right yeah uh again Charlie watched the movie, well, everyone. Well done. I was I was just having goo-goo eyes for the whole thing because I just love it so much. Uh, he prays over him, and somehow, and I don't think this is magical, but for some reason, he gets healed yeah. and finds out that Mrs. Ra and Kang Wu are childhood friends. Or I'm sorry, Mrs. Ra is the mother of Kang Wu. Kang Wu and Sang Hong, I'm, I'm, I'm trying here real hard, gang <laughs> so we can also go at this like i mean I, I appreciate we're trying to say the names we can say the mother the son the priest and the wife okay i mean if you that prefer, kinda, if that's easier than than we can uh, do that. a little easier uh, all right so mrs Ra, the matriarch yes her son kang Wu, the son it was childhood friends with the priest saying whom so we'll just say priest yeah, son and i like there mrs. we go Ra. okay uh, so they find out that they are childhood friends. Oh, yeah, we remember you. And Mrs. Ra uh, invites the priest over for a game of Mahjong and mm -hmm. dinner, I think, whatever it was. Yeah, it was a get together. Basically. It was a get together it with other was friends. All, all about the Mahjong. Though. It's mm -hmm. basically like a thing. poker night. 
Right, exactly. Like, and the song is very much in poker. American culture. This is a poker night. Exactly, exactly. With money and and yeah, taunting and, joking, and people laughing, getting pissed off and all time. sorts of shit. And we <laughs> yeah. kind of realize that the son doesn't have the best uh, relationship with his wife. Ah, uh, this is where we meet Taiju. Taiju yeah. is the adopted daughter of Mrs. Ra. Yes. Okay. Uh, she was orphaned, and there's a long story about it, but we don't need to get into it because it doesn't nope. matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, she was orphaned, and Mrs. Ra raised her, and uh, Taiju and the son were of age, of each other's age, and eventually uh, they got married, I suppose. And I, did, I it kind of like feels like it was an arranged marriage, where it's like, ah, you're all under my roof, why don't you just get married and and have at it? The mom literally goes, I moved her out of her own room and into it, my son's room. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how she explained felt, it. Yeah. Not like an arranged marriage, marriage, but it's just like, well, you've got nothing else that's ever going to happen for you, so take this offer because it's the best deal you're going to get. Pretty much. And Taiju but, is, is I don't say she's tortured, but she's treated like shit. They even call her a puppy at one time. Like, this I is our that. pet. This is I our pet. That. It's not a real person. This is a pet. So she is has been mentally stomped on for her entire life. And then she's married off to a person she doesn't love, doesn't really care for. And he's, this guy is really disgusting. He is a uh, uh, perpetually sick. I mean, he's got a runny nose through the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably the grossest it, thing almost in that movie. like he's childlike too. And I not like, he's just immature. And like he's a mama's boy, guys. Agree. Yeah, definitely. So we have the overbearing mother who controls every aspect of everyone in her household's life. She has a perfect opportunity to keep everyone within her home and marry off the girl to her son. She literally does go. uh, She was a a dog, and now she's a stepdaughter. That was kind of one of the things she says Mm -hmm. in this. And the son has no backbone will never stand up to his mother but he's living the good life everyone's taking care of him his wife is on you know her hands and knees for him yeah he has a gorgeous wife he has everything taken care of yeah what what more could he possibly ask for i think my biggest and you guys touched on it real quick was he somehow was miraculously cured of cancer but it wasn't the priest's doing we know i don't think so that's that's not my impression i think it was just pure luck He's mm-hmm. perpetually sick this entire movie. He is he like has a cold or a flu or whatever they're calling it, and he is just sick down, can't do anything for himself. He's always cold. That was another thing. So part of me I was like going, Did he really get cured of cancer or did just did mommy just bring him back home? Yeah, because, good point. I'm... Because the priest prayed over him because she tells the story, the tumor's gone. Oh. They never get anything from a doctor that says it. He's Marek. Nothing is ever said in the news. Charlie, watch this movie. There's Nate, nothing Nate. in the news about Munchausen it. by proxy. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I feel like maybe that was it. But I feel like it's very possible that he is still ailing from cancer, but he's now under roof with mom. And now she has a priest on call. So hey, Nate. So, yeah. Nate. Charlie just added a layer that makes me love this movie even more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you inadvertently did it, 
Charlie. <laughs> Thank you for that additional layer. Oh, so good. That's okay. Ah. You guys, are, you guys are gonna hate me in a little bit. Uh, sure. Ah. <laughs> That's all right. So, as Taiju and the priest are sitting around the table, they start making eyes at each other, uh, and there's seems to be some sort of curiosity, potentially attraction. It's uh, definitely like an attraction of a. He's a priest. He knows he's not allowed to. He's a Jedi. Um, right. Right. And she is married. Not not an Anakin. He's an Obi Wan. Yeah. Yes. Um, because he truly does believe in his faith, and she clearly is not happy with her husband, but has eyes for the priest without a doubt. Yes. So jumping ahead just a little bit because yeah. we, we wanna we're, We don't want to be here for four hours. Again, no, no. We're gonna go under the assumption that everyone that wanted to watch this movie went and watched it. So, right. so they're uh, on the same page. Mm-hmm. A little later on in the film, the priest is giving last rites to a woman who is in a terrible car accident. She's getting last rites, so she's not gonna make it. No. One of the coolest effects use in this was her neck was bandaged, but you could still see the blood pulsing from her wound. That was pretty cool. And as he's seeing this blood pulsing under the bandage, he starts getting a little sweaty and a little nervous as he's giving the last rites. And of course, being giving last rites, he'll make the sign of the cross on her forehead and uh, her lips, palms. I think, her palms. Palm, palms. And he gets a little blood on his fingers. And as he's finishing up his rights, he smells that blood and licks his fingers. <laughs> delicious. Finding so that delicious. it is a, a, a wonderfully yummy thing. Uh, he goes into another room where there is a coma patient, <laughs> pulls this guy's IV drip and starts... <laughs> starts sucking blood out of the vein (laughs) reverse iv drip from this coma patient (laughs) because like what a way to get like your free food oh Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of slurping in this movie for sure like he's treating it like if i were to stick my head underneath the icy machine exactly and just go to town but with this guy that's in a coma not realizing that his blood his life force is being drained by him it's so good I would have rather watched that movie. Life Force. <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> that will be down the line. Uh-huh. I promise everyone. There's, there's, Life Force will you be You thought covered. there was nudity in this movie. Boy, oh boy. Life Force. How about that? Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden the priest comes to or realizes, yeah, on VHS. Nice. It's got the VHS. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so the, the priest finally comes to and realizes what he's doing, hooks the uh, drip back up, and just out of nowhere launches himself out the window attempting to uh, commit suicide. Okay. I want to chime in here. This is Charlie. I'm now Charlie for sure. (laughs) I want, I watched this and I, I, he, he straight up like walks out of the window. He he was determined. It It was frightening. I am going out the window and then it shows it. And he is bugs bunnied. Wally coyote on top of the car. I looked at my wife and went, I hope his head stuck in the windshield. The body flips forward onto the hood, revealing his head got stuck, stuck in, the in the windshield. Yeah, it did. 
Like, he starts out one way while his head's in the windshield, flips his entire body. And it is so incredible to watch, like, from afar, the way that they do it. There's never a close up. It's always from, like, the floor he jumped from. One take. Like, it's not a cutaway or anything. No, yeah. The body just. Flops. And it's and so brutal. <laughs> I'll say, we're still fairly early on in this movie, and Charlie is still hopeful at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he pries his head out of the window, finds that he's okay, and he's, I guess he goes home after that. He's like, what What just happened to me? Why am I not dead? Yeah, he goes somewhere. And I, he, there's, there's places I don't know where he goes. Yeah. And yeah. then he just appears in other places. It was mm-hmm. weird. So the, the next the next note I have is that he wakes up uh, the next day as his skin is smoking, smoldering, because right. a window is open. Uh, he's not on fire, but he's his skin is definitely smoking. Uh, there is a window open and the sunlight is coming in, and he is starting to realize that uh, he's not what he used to be, and he's probably becoming a vampire. So that something is wrong. Something is wrong, and that is the a- end of Act One. Well, since since we've hit Act 1 here, I think it's a good time for us to go ahead and squeeze in a quick commercial break. And then we will pick up the pace a little bit on Act 2 so that we can light speed to Act 3, which is where... Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Act 2. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's, uh, let's get some commercials for the network. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, this is the one-man goldmine, the one-man enterprise of professional wrestling and all entertainment, Flynn Hendricks. And you better believe when I'm looking for a good podcast to listen to, I go to my own. I go to the I Know You Hear Me podcast hosted by me, Flynn Hendricks. That is such a fresh perspective for how you should look at life, too. Like, I just, I love that. And then when I'm feeling spooky, I go to my other podcast, Tales from the Haunt, where myself, yeah. I want my head shoved inside a 15-pound silicone mask more you know i want to have a bucket of sweat coming off me at the end of the night and just jeff dogs don't like eggs <laughs> i hate you so much talk to other scare actors about what it takes to get into the world of scare acting so if you're curious about how people became professional wrestlers actors prioritized their mental health became entrepreneurs avoided burnout or got into scare acting you need to go check out i know you hear me and tales from the haunt Available on all podcasting platforms. And I know you hear me. Welcome to the Monster Movie Stomp Down with me, Stompy, and my brother, Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. Join us, Sludge, Mark, and Ruben, three times a month as we review monster movies from around the world. And don't forget about the monthly contest and Triple I. Not only that, Frank, but you will find extra content like the Underdogs, Monster Mash Wednesdays, and the Friday Night Fights each week exclusively on our Facebook and Instagram. So please join us at the Monster Movie Stop Down. Your one-stop chomp for monster movie reviews, news, interview trivia, laughs, and of course me, Stompy. And Frank.
All right, some new commercials for everybody that yeah, we got. Yeah, I'm so excited now. about these guys. Yeah, the network. This is. Oh yeah, I, I'm just. It's amazing how much this network has grown in what four months. It, if that, months? yeah, yeah, so yeah. From, I don't know from, how it happens. It just, <laughs> things just happen. I We're like know. the blob. We just absorb. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we just roll around absorbing other podcasts. Yeah. That I just roll close. around my belly. And onto my back and just absorb other podcasts. That's that's, that's t- Nate's teenage years. But anyway, let's get you. <laughs> yep. Still not the ooest thing in this episode to come. Oh no, so. there's more, baby. Oh, no. oh boy, we got some. It's getting it's getting hot in here. <laughs> yeah, the the sexy second half is getting ready to happen here. So. uh Anybody, we're, we are really following Pete's lead here, but uh, I, I got to say, again, I I was hopeful at this point. I was like, okay, I've seen some blood. We did pass over that he puked blood inside of a flute, and it was full, and it, I bring it up because later on there's still blood in it that I thought was yeah. kind of funny. I wasn't um, pointing cleaning it out. <laughs> yeah. Shake it a couple times. It's good. It's fine. We're guys. Um, but it's uh <laughs> I popped myself on that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my. Was entirely sure. That was one of those like, I'm gonna make this joke, and my brain went, I don't think you should. I went, oh, no, you should. I'm doing it anyway. It, just leaving a little bit of oh, laughter. Yeah. I, I'm I'm editing that in there. So um but yeah, let's uh let's hand the reins back over to Pete All and right. he can guide us through act two. Okay, so act the thirst. The act two of the thirst. So I am going to skip over the excessively long nakedy scenes because they happen and okay frankly if they were cut into a third you would still have a wonderful story and for those of you that came for that particular thing i i'm prepared so yeah it's the the this the sex scenes are beautiful and artful they're not porn but it's a lot and it's, it's very wrong. passionate because they're, of what you're dealing with. This is a priest who's letting and her know I can't be doing this. Like, no, this is not right. Okay. But he also realizes because of him changing that, like he like can't stop him. Right. So let's, let's just, uh, do, do we want to talk about that later? Or no, not at all. No. Or? I just have something prepared and you guys just kept going and I was going to make this a lot shorter than you're, you're both making it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's what we do. I, I'm going to say it's porn adjacent. And while it may look beautiful, sure. Uh, the sound guy needs his ears ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a lot of that and it was, Squishy. it's, it's it was everywhere. It, even when they kiss, it feels like yeah, yeah. AM radio. <laughs> I literally looked up ASMR. So that's well done. Well done. Uh, uh, I Jackie's even sitting there going, "Oh my god, yeah. mm-hmm. are they like sixteen-year-olds in well, the back he of the is. car?" And understand that he's a Catholic priest. He's never kissed a woman in his life, so he don't know yeah. what he's doing. This is yeah, and all new that's world to him. Where that's that's kind of part of the the innocence lost that's going on here uh 
this new thing and he's got these vampire powers now and uh, anyway yeah. we, we, right. we can she we can gloss her husband so much that we can't gloss over there's a scene where she we'll, we'll get is... th- that we need to get to for sure okay. when he's asleep <laughs> yes I'm sure I'm sure he's going to bring that I'm part gonna, up. Uh well that's that's right before this happens. Nate. Yes, if that's you want I don't want to gloss over. Why it. don't you what, okay so so as okay so as uh, the priest is turning into a vampire we realize that Taijo or uh Taiju is really uncomfortable super unhappy in her marriage. And one of Nate's favorite scenes I'm pretty sure especially we watched it last night and he goes, Oh my God, last night. Yeah. So I was like putting my knees up to my chest. Yeah. yeah. As so this scene unfold to, like, to describe how much she hated this relationship. She would Nate, please you only, you can do this. Yes. Yeah, so the camera doesn't pan away. It just stays on his mouth as he's open mouth snoring <laughs> like a Neanderthal. And then you see these like scissors come close to his mouth and then they go away and come back and go away. And they're just getting closer and closer to his mouth the entire time. And I was just waiting like, Oh man, we're going to watch a man get like stabbed, not in the throat, but in his mouth. And like at the speed that she was going to, this was going to be a plunge. And then the camera like pans to her. Like you could see her lifting her uh, arm over and over again. And it just, will not stop it goes on for like a solid minute and you're just waiting for the worst to happen and it never comes but that's where she's at in this marriage where she's ready to kill this man oh, she while wants he's to in kill his him sleep so bad. and not with like a pillow no no, no she wants it to be painful <laughs> and this ends up and being bloody. a very particular item later on in the movie as well yes. that she's holding yes this is a not necessarily a Chekhov's gun but uh yeah it 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 shows up again later on in the film so we know that uh, Taiju is unhappy in her marriage. And as things progress, uh, she and the priest are drawn to each other and they do start an intense sexual relationship. And I will, in Charlie's behalf, these scenes go on way too long. For a while. <laughs> they, it's, it happens. Great. But there, there's a lot that goes on. So if this isn't your thing, this isn't your bag, uh, you can hit the fast forward button, skip, skip. You'll, you'll be fine. The story. It's, it's softcore. We're not talking slasher, yeah. movie, slasher movie boob. No, that no. we're used to seeing that it's real quick. No, if we had watched this when we were twelve, we wouldn't have needed the pause button. Mm-mm. No, Yo, that's, <laughs> it, not it, at all. It is. This is the right. part where I'd say this is probably the most gratuitous, and I don't mean as far as what they do it's just it is just enduring it is just on and on and uh, you're like still okay, nowhere near as bad done. as a history of violence yeah. no that one that one's pretty <laughs> brutal i'll give you that but this one <laughs> this one was just sorry nana watching it with my wife <laughs> i love that story watching this with my wife and i am going hello lamp i'm bringing lamp back all over again <laughs> I need to paint this ceiling here one well, of these after days. They make this passionate, sweet love making. He then decides to tell her, uh, by the way, there's something like different about me. Uh-huh. And he does it in the weirdest way where he just kind of like grabs our coma patient's IV again, but he just lays on the ground 
and starts sucking <laughs> the blood. Yeah, so he reveals to her that he's a vampire <laughs> by drinking the blood of... <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully, she is terrified and runs away. Um... <laughs> okay. So and now this is where I want to chime in because this is another one of those movies that we've talked about this in the past. All of a sudden, inexplicably, he knows all the rules of vampirism and all his powers. He can fly. I believe I can fly. More like he, he, jumping. I, that was not. He leaps and lifts one air like Wonder Woman does in mid flight and lands gracefully. Then, right after this scene, when she's barricaded herself in the bathroom, he's hanging off the edge of the building by yeah. his toes. Yeah. And Upside yeah, down. he is yeah. like a bat. It is I'm so just a bat. They're like, it's like, so we're in a culture, but that we're not supposed that they don't really know about vampires or vampirism. And I feel like this is them literally going, what the crap do they do again? Oh, that's right. They, they hang from stuff. Yeah. Get him out there hanging by the window. Do they fly? Well, I think they glide like a bat and they're like, Oh, like Mike Michael will do that. He could just glide right across the alleyway. Well, I feel like it's kind of like running. Like it's just a natural thing. So I imagine I made drops on playing them guys. Just, just, a, just, uh... just be ready. <laughs> it was a natural instinct to him is what I was thinking. And then like when he's jumping or gliding, I got straight up like old school kung fu vibes, which I was There's loving wire going so on. much. That's the wire yes. foo stuff, yeah. but it, it yeah, like it was so cool to see that with a vampire tail. I thought, not really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got you guys take. just keep going because now we're at the descent of Charlie. Uh-huh. Keep going. <laughs> so in his uh, eventually, he reveals uh, it is revealed. Maybe he doesn't reveal it, but it is revealed that if he doesn't drink human blood the uh, Emmanuel virus will return uh, tenfold. And not only does he need to drink blood to survive as a vampire, but the uh, this Ebola virus will, or Emmanuel virus, excuse me, uh, will destroy his body, uh, making him bleed from his eyes and all sorts of orifices. And it's, it's a disgusting. uh, I'll be a terrible way to go. Terrible, terrible way. So eventually we're, we're, Again, skipping ahead a little bit, eventually Taijo uh, comes to terms with his condition and is even aroused by the fact that he is a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She asks, she kind of asks him, so like, are you strong? Can you hear things? And he's like, yeah, I can see and hear different things and I'm super strong. And here, let me show you. And then we get a Christopher Reeve, Margot Kitty, Superman uh superman 78 uh version of or vampire version of what was that damn song <laughs> i don't remember but you know anyway, instead of him flying around the world in the sky he's they're hopping they're rooftop, hopping from rooftop, rooftop to rooftop and she is having a ball she's like a 10 year old girl and her daddy thrown her uh from the chair to the couch and she's giggling incessantly like well, that she, she is, is so happy because she's getting to live oh my for the God. first it's, time the the expression on her face is pure joy and she is falling madly in love with him or what he is and they are just it's 
I, I love this scene so much because it's such a genuine childlike reaction to uh, a, a swing or like I said, your dad throwing you from the couch to the chair. It's, it's wonderful. And her expression is, uh, it's it's just it's something wonderful to see. <laughs> I'm having a hard oh, time describing. Very it. much so. Yes. Kid I was waiting store. for it to end, so we'll we'll just keep. Oh, going. oh, oh it's so no, sweet. Now they're sharing this like beautiful moment uh-huh. of like the joy and that they can escape together of one another. Like there is a possibility for this to happen. So after this leaping from tree to, or uh, building to building, Taiju is ready. She's like, I want to be a vampire. And the priest is like, nah, uh, that's not a good idea, which disappoints Taijo, but it doesn't stop them from screwing around. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't stop them from getting naked. And here's where it gets weird. (laughs) Yes. So uh, after one after one of their trysts, Taijo, Taiju has. Uh, or or uh, the priest notices that Taiju has bruises on her inner thighs. Um, and he asks her, well, where did you get those, those bruises? And she gives him a big old sob story saying, my husband uh, beats me basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so immediately the priest is like, I'm going to rip his head off. I'm going to, I'm going to kill him. Which is so strange. Cause now you're starting to see him go from like the innocent priest to, uh-huh the animal that he's turning he into. He hasn't killed anybody yet. At this yes, point, he still hasn't killed anybody. From the coma patient mm-hmm. and, and bags of blood. Bags of blood, right. He's he's getting his blood uh by ben- benevolent means. I don't know <laughs> how you want to say it. I mean humanitarian well, he okay, humanitarian. And he's just sure. like, well what's what happens if one blood bag goes missing? No one's exactly. going to notice that yeah, no every other that. day. His excuse for the coma patient was the coma patient told a story mm-hmm. of giving some travelers some cake, some sponge cake. Yep. Sponge cake. Um, and he then goes into a coma afterwards. And now the priest has taken, he likes to feed people. And if he yeah, was alive, he, likes to give. he would feed me he would what I needed. He would, he, he would give me his blood. That was his, in his brain, his rationalization mm-hmm. of, it's okay that I hook up this IV like a pacifier in my <laughs> mouth. Pacifier, I love it. <laughs> I swear it looked like a pacifier. It looks like a pacifier. <laughs> it totally really does. does. And he's sitting there <laughs> like Maggie from The Simpsons, going. <laughs> I mean, oh, hold on, so I, I got a button. That's 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 what it's like. And yeah, so he's rationalized, but no, I, yeah. I, she had just done this too, which was also weird because they've been naked plenty of times uh-huh. in this movie. So she just all of a sudden decided that bruises needed to be there. Well, yeah, that's revealed a little bit later, but she tells him that her husband did it and they, he's pissed off and they conspire to kill him by going on a fishing trip at midnight to a lake dam, a dam, which they, is like if anyone invites you on a midnight, fishing trip decline it well right no right. they set that up because they know the guy that is in charge of it yes. and they say this is some of the best fishing but it's mm-hmm. illegal it's illegal so to do it they get permission because the guy's head of security says you can do it at night during the day is a lot harder so everyone's excited to go fishing decline not, it 
yeah, decline the, that trip, no matter decline what. Decline invitation. <laughs> anyway, they, the three of them, uh, Taiju, her husband, and the priest, go out on a little rowboat. They go fishing, and this goes to that, and they drowned, or the priest drowns the husband by dragging him to the bottom of the reservoir and putting a giant rock on his chest so the body cannot float up to the top of the lake. Yes. The son is now dead. Yes, which causes a bit of a problem because now three people went on a fishing trip, two comes back. Right, but it's it's explained away as an accident. Yes, he was not a good accident, but they are trying to obviously cover it up and make it to where they're innocent and it was just a tragic fishing accident it was an accident and and even the even the guy that was in charge that allowed them to go out there is like i'll I'll take care of this don't uh, he doesn't want to lose his job he says don't tell anyone don't tell nobody i did this but i'll take care of of this this is a minor complaint here with the movie where i feel like maybe the director's cut it would have padded out just a little bit more was they kind of rushed through like oh it was an accident and then move on like and that was it. I was like, "Wait, what all else is happening? Like, how?" how In Charlie's defense, it's already two hours and fifteen minutes. Let's get on with the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, so, so it, anyway, well. uh, this is where it starts getting cuckoo crazy pants. The uh, during the funeral, Mrs. Ra, the mother of Kang Wu, who just died, uh, she has a stroke. So now we have a wheelchair-bound mother-in-law who can... I, th- I thought it was a stroke. Who? Yeah, it, it, it was like she she had a seizure because she's yeah. uh, doing it, and now she's almost catatonic. Uh-huh. She, yes. you know, she doesn't move, only maybe some... Her eye eyeballs move ever so slightly, right. but she's she can't move her body. She's, she's locked in paralysis, basically, from grief. From, from grief, like right. From right. grief, yes. So... Now that the priest and Taiju have pretty much the reign of the house, they really start getting it on. But Taiju has begun to see the ghost of her dead husband in his disgusting, snotty, very wet. Very, very wet. Very, very wet. (laughs) And, oh, and he... He comes and visits her at the most inopportune times. <laughs> uh, all the worst times. And it is just like the perfect way to show guilt. Yeah. You know? Like, no, I could have thought of a thousand other ways to show guilt. Is right there. Than your what guilt. they showed. Oh, oh it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so Go good. for it. It'll illuminate for the audience, if you well, will. Well, imagine if you were to kill your childhood best friend, sleep with his wife. And then guilt strikes you in the middle of passionate lovemaking, and all you picture is your childhood friend in between you and now his ex-wife. Your 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 dead husband is now a uh, a lovemaking sandwich. He's, he's the a me- pillow. He's the meat between the. Uh... These guys are, the are dancing Oreo around cream. this too much. These two are butt ass naked, going to town on each other. With then the camera in the middle. The camera cuts. <laughs> And cuts back and to he's the, grinning. the 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 the, <laughs> the husband oh. is in between them <laughs> with the guy on top of him, humping him while the other guy is clothed oh. and wet, looking like old Greg with a rock <laughs> on his chest. 
and old dude's back end is just jackhammering to town. Oh, it's so yeah, and they're both seeing the watching this going. They're both seeing him going. He's not there, right? He's not there, right? Because only she I'm sitting there going, he's not there, right? (laughs) What? The I want to say the word we don't say on the show so bad this episode. What the shit was I watching, guys? Oh, it's wonderful. Was a demon ghost guilt sandwich. (laughs) Of that's good. Demon that is actually another Pornhub category. I got it. What's what's your uh, login for Pornhub here, Nate? Oh, don't, don't worry. I'll get to you. Okay. Nate's got me. favorites. Yeah. Uh, that. There's a lot of subcategories uh, that are only for me. I think Nate and Again, I both went. Another- and I've seen this a couple of times. I think Nate and I both went. <laughs> I was not what expecting that reveal. Of course you were, because no all. one is expecting it's like dead dude in the art middle comedy. of comedy. It's like part- that uh, movie Swiss Army Man, but on a level that I was not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Ever like seen a kid playing with Barbie dolls and they don't have any clothes on and they just lay them on top of each other. That's what this looked like. But someone slid in like uh toxic Avenger in the <laughs> middle of it. <laughs> and I, Jackie and I look at each other almost at the exact same time and mouth. What the F to each other. And I'm like, <laughs> I, and I do believe that that may have been the second time she's like, you sure Pete said this isn't porn. And I went, I pulled up the messages and I said, see, <laughs> I have evidence. Nowhere about ghost guilt humping is in this movie whatsoever. Why would I give it away? Why this would that's one... like one of the best parts? Why would you give that away? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I feel like there should be like disclaimer or warnings <sighs> at the beginning of this movie. <sighs> Um, but no, I, I knew we were coming to this and it was just that that's why I got this. That's yeah, yeah, that's the sound oh, the entire because the the guys are so. wet. And it was I don't know where this comes in later, but they're getting ready to make love again at some point. And he reaches down and he's like, Why is this wet? And first I'm like, Well, um, in health class. But then he starts feeling around the bed going, the bed's damp. And I'm like, maybe you guys should clean the bed sheets once in a while. No. But Charlie was gone. Charlie was (laughs) gone at this point, guys. Charlie Uh, left the building. I'm riding it out. I'm going, this movie can't have no more than like 10, 15 more minutes. Oh, no. And it almost goes on for another hour. But like uh, it's after this moment we get like the deceit, the lie is revealed that she was never abused. Yes, this is the important because this, yeah. yeah. this is where after this because he's stand. so guilt ridden, he didn't want to kill anyone. He had a plan of just like I'm gonna keep stealing blood. Mm-hmm. I, I'll make it happen. I don't he's trying want to hold to kill on to anyone. his humanity, even his priest. Yes, at this point. exactly. And when he finds out that she was lying to him about the abuse, he loses it. Mm-hmm. Well, he starts like, choking her, doesn't he? he yeah, like, yeah. Well, and she snaps. She does. He snaps a little bit and gets super angry, which is unbecoming of him or uh, unlike him, I should say. Yeah, uh, because he is a calm, level-headed priest, and clearly the beast is starting to well up from inside him, and she is grief-stricken and 
apologizes that she has betrayed him and this and that. And she finally says, and she finally just says, just, just kill me. I'm kill me for my sin. Now she doesn't say kill me for my sins, but that's what she's asking. She, like, she just says, I'm ready to die. I'm basically. ready to die. They, they, I, I don't want to live with this anymore. I, right. I, I'll go ahead because they do mention this earlier that while he is a man of faith, she has told him she has no faith. She mm-hmm. is faithless. Yes. You know, and not faithful either, but they, she, <laughs> she's not worried about consequences after death. She's like, when you die, you die. And that is it. No, no, and no. he is fearful of hell. He's a, he's a Catholic priest. Mm-hmm. He is all the things that, Everything he's doing goes against everything he has been brought up to believe and know. And none of this was lost on me, guys. It really wasn't. It was just, no, it was was. just so batshit weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And (laughs) I'll say it for the end. I'll I'll save a thought that I was going to say now, but I'll say it for the end. As she she asks him to uh, uh, kill him, or she asks him to kill her. Yes. And it, it, when I first saw this film, he does. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He, he yeah. snaps her neck. Crack. Done. Dead. Our lead actress is now dead. And like you said, Charlie, well, I guess this movie's about wrapping up here. Nope. <laughs> because uh. then the priest becomes also becomes grief stricken because he is starting to love her. I think, or whatever. I think he, I think he he loved her. She was in love with the idea of Mm. freedom from everything. Yes. She was more. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Charlie watched the the movie of what he is. (laughs) Never, never, never doubt my mind. I know, but it's just funny to keep saying now. (laughs) So the, so now we have (laughs) the making of a vampire on your in your defense charlie how he knows how to do this i don't know um yeah there I, are this instinct that's my guess I you suppose. Just, hey, in, instinct my blood has got this you know power i might as well see if i can right. get to other right people. he put two and two together he's like okay so someone some vampire's blood healed me maybe my vampire blood can heal her so what he does is he tries to slit his wrists but he heals too fast so he slits them up and like like horizontally right and he's I hate able to say it, but he does it the correct way if you want to bleed out. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Further. So, and he's able to get some drops of blood in her, and she starts reviving. She starts showing signs of life. So, what does he do? He grabs a piece of broken glass and slits his flipping tongue oh. and kisses her. It's so brutal. Gushing when he does this, blood like, into her mouth. Oh, and that's not horrific enough for Charlie. Nope. <laughs> Oh my God! Both Nate and I's butts were puckering at this moment. Yeah, so what? Oh, see it all happening. I bet it wasn't as tight as the dude humping the demon earlier, but you know that you got a good point. I mean, it's very true. (laughs) No, I mean, I'll give you the here, here, here. So as we continue, he slits his tongue, kisses her, then he slits her wrist, starts drinking her blood while having his wrist in her mouth and she's yeah. drinking his blood. So we get this like this circulatory dialysis yeah. machine of the infinite vampire of blood. blood. And all I could do was go on. Maybe we shouldn't have watched blade 27 times before we wrote this movie, because that's all I could think about <laughs> yeah. was you, you took some notes. 
again, well, Koreans going, we need some vampire lore. Some PA in the back going, I've got Blade on DVD. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, let's stick it in. I like I this it bit. They were both giving each other life. Yes. I, I, and, I thought it was so cool to see that uh, happen. It, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was the same way. It was a... Uh, she even mentions like, oh, to make you a vampire, you just don't need to get bit. You need to. It's a whole sucking thing. So okay. <laughs> so so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a little curveball at you here a little bit. And he talks about this later in the in the movie. And I don't know if everyone catches it. There's also a thing he's doing that's kind of self serving at this point, because when someone is dead, their heart no longer beats, which means there is no more blood to flow through their body. So if he revives her, her heart will start bumping again and he will be able to drink her blood. So while, yes, it's kind of done where I feel like maybe he was wanting her to come back to life. I also feel like it was instinctual of I need this heart to beat so I can feed because she's really the only other one in there unless he was going to go eat mom who is staring at them this entire time i was just gonna say that that was the that was the that was the tag on this on this uh, that was the disturbing thing but i it was one of those weird things that i think you could take it just one or two ways of was he really trying to bring her back to life because he just killed her or was he in full vampire mode of i need more blood and this is the best way to get the blood you you wouldn't be wrong saying that it was both I, I think he yeah, wanted to bring I her back, so. but I also thought, oh, uh, this well, is uh, something I can take uh, advantage of. Let, let's not let's not waste a, a Slurpee here. Let's go. <laughs> I, I yeah, did man. like as you they don't go. Don't waste we'll, a Slurpee. We'll get into the the Slurpee part in the third act here in just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think we have now reached the conclusion. Well, yeah. The, act, as Charlie right? said, though, the end of Act Two the was that uh, Mrs. Ra, the mom, the matriarch of this household in all her paralysis has witnessed this entire thing, the snapping of uh, Taiju's neck and the creation of a new vampire. She has witnessed all of this, but uh, she can't do anything. But she can't it. do anything, <laughs> but she's witnessed it. I do want to say though, for as much sexy time in this movie, there was, there was a point that I was convinced they were going to screw in front of the catatonic mother-in-law while they were in that room, because that's when he finds out she has the, bruising and stuff is when they're sitting on the floor Mm -hmm. in front of the mother-in-law but they're they're like kissing and very passionate all in front of her mind you because they're doing the whole birthday thing oh i get to have a birthday Uh, finally all this other stuff and i'm i i looked at jackie and went they're about to screw right in front of (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for it and they didn't thankfully (laughs) but i just had to say that that's how that shit this movie was and her got it on (laughs) That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> well, that's the end of Act Two. Act Three is, well, here it is. We have Let's, a young. I, I have now. I have no more breaks or cuts. Let's just dive right into it, boys. Okay. So this is where it gets weird. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah, this is actually where it gets weird. I needed you guys to let me know that. Maybe that's what was wrong the whole time. So I didn't write a lot of notes for this, so I'm going to lean on Nate a little bit, uh, actually quite a bit, uh, to describe uh, how Act 3 is. So uh, Taiju is now full vampire, and she loves being a vampire. Oh, my gosh. It is the greatest thing. She is wild and reckless mm -hmm. and has no remorse for human life. This is the point where earlier I said I like her in this movie. Her eyes 
everything with her eyes and her facial expression from when she went full vamp in this movie, I bought it. I was like, she is loving every bit of this. She is, there is no remorse in her eyes. There is no conscience in her eyes. She is full on um, instinct, predatorial, everything. And she sold it to me. I'm like, and I even she... said to Jackie, she looks freaky as hell. Mm-hmm. And Jackie's like, yeah, oh, yeah. she's got those kind of eyes to her. Because the, the priest has always sad eyes. Just yes. very yes. Yes. remorseful, very sorrowful. And, you know, everyone, I mean, the, the eyes are all expressive in this. They even make a point in earlier in, I don't know, we keep going backwards, but whatever. Yeah. No, they no, make a good. point that you can read people by their eyes. The One of the guests at the, the table, Mahjong. that's another question I want to ask here in a second. Um, but if they're all at the table and they're talking about how I can read people and I can almost know what you're thinking by your eyes. So I almost kind of wonder, maybe there was a point that they would kind of almost focus a little extra time on her eye sockets, you know, in, in, in a certain scene that they were emphasizing, watch her eyes. You're going to watch her slowly descend into this creature, no longer human. Um, we glazed over this real quick, but it was bugging the shit out of me. And I even asked Jackie about it. Sh- did she screw the friend that came over from Mahjong just out of nowhere? Yes. Is that in this act or is yes. that after? That is in this act when she okay. is full. Uh, no, no, it's not. It was in the last act. I, I jumped over that because it's not real important. But it's not, but that's the point. Interesting. Well, what what was that? Because they show early on in the movie that it's not just the priest that looks at her. The other two men in there look at her. And the man she sleeps with is her best friend's husband that we yes. find out. Yes. Uh, Evelyn is her name. And it, I'm just like, what was that? What does that have to do with anything? And honestly, I don't think it has anything other than we're just going to show that she's just in full spiral, so to speak, it's, you know, like yeah, she's just, she can do what she wants now. It's yeah. well, no, it, that happened before she was a vampire. Yeah. And she wasn't a vampire. And she and uh, the priest were kind of on the rocks for a, a brief moment. I think she sought comfort in another man and his, <laughs> his, his, uh, his reaction to her was who can do it five times. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm like, well, if she's doinking a vampire, maybe you haven't met the quota for the evening. And <laughs> it just, that <laughs> she's used to a, a certain par level of nookie and you haven't met it yet. So, and she, she totally blows him off after he is oh, unable it's, it's, to satisfy her. It's never brought up again. Times. Right. At right. All. And, yeah. It, it was, that is definitely a throwaway scene, Charlie. I, I, I will not argue yeah, with that. I mean, I legit it, kind of forgot it happened, <laughs> but it was just one of the, but as someone who's trying to put this movie together in his brain for just some type of cohesiveness, I was just like, why was that there? Why? Also, I'm going, you mean that could have been like two hours and five minutes and right, I didn't right. need all you this other stuff going on. You could, I would have been happy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress off this. Let's get back into the bat shitness. So where, where are we, uh, Nate? So she is, 
Oh, well, she uses her, her scissors now to like finish yes. off her victims. What, what do those scissors look like, Nate? Do they look like little fangs, little maybe? Vampire fangs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's almost like they alluded to that because they were vampires the whole time. Or someone went, "Oh shit, we forgot to give them fangs." Uh, no, but, no, I don't. No. I don't give us think something. That. I think that was a purposeful thing. I think Chen yeah, Park like in was lore, very purposeful on his. His vampire lore. He wanted, uh, he didn't want to go full European, but he didn't want to go f- full Twilight either. He, he wanted his own. Too late. He'll yeah. be human. Um, but then too we realized late. that the honeymoon phase is kind of over between the two because he doesn't want to just, you know, kill recklessly, leave a bodies behind, leave this trail because it's evidence and questions will start to happen and that's only going to make their life complicated where she kind of just has this complete disregard for any of it. She's like, bring and it on baby. I'll she's just like, on. whatever someone else whatever. comes after me. I'll just kill them yeah. too. Basically uh-huh. like, and but even his kinda... sense of right is blurred because one of the things he says that he can get victims for is to help people with suicide. If someone yeah. comes to me and they're depressed and they want to kill themselves, it's my duty to help them through that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have access to those people. So it's like, while he's still trying to be good, there's still that level of, he is lost. You know, he, he is, Agreed. you know, still mm-hmm. he was trying so hard to still be the good man that he was. It, it's just like, it and was he's, getting he's trying to justify it. Like, yes. yes, I have to do something bad. What's the least bad I could do, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that would be, let's, let's help the depressed people that want to commit suicide. And I will drink their blood. You know, that's that's what I took from that anyway. Continue, Nate. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this is the, char- decide, this like, is the Charlie you know, chime in time. At Pretty, this point, please. they're living together. Like he is, you know, officially moved in because they just have comatose uh in law. <laughs> and they start to paint the place and they paint it all white. That way they can still have some sort of like daylight. And it's so trippy and bizarre it's looking to trippy. see these bright lights. Yeah, Jackie didn't like it. She's right. like, why is everything white? Like, Bright I feel like she was looking at her phone at the point where they 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 explain it in passing, though. She goes, I want everything white so everything still feels like daylight. Yes. That, she says yes. that yelling from one room to another because he's mm-hmm. trudging along paint and paneling. Continue. And they do Nate. go through <laughs> a phase where she is not getting the right amount of blood. And because she injected his blood... She now has the disease as well. Yeah, she has the, the Emmanuel the virus. They've, yes. sa- they've yes. shared blood. <laughs> yes, that's how <laughs> that's how diseases work, you know. <laughs> yes, usually, yes, uh-huh. yeah. So now she also has EV, and he's she is like puking up blood, like she's oh, it's, covered it's in the blisters great... and just like blood vomits. The yeah. vomit was yes, yeah, so and awesome. against the it white background, white room. so good. yeah, so yeah, it's I, very I'd visceral. say it was very, it was very striking. I, I'll that I will give you that part was it's blood and it's everywhere. It's like okay, yeah, that was cool. It's that so cherry, like, almost cherry red too. Yeah, it wasn't like was. black. Continue, and Nate. He calls, also wasn't Crayola. No, <laughs> oh, that's true too. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll call a doctor. That way he can take a look at you. Which happens to be their friend that she was screwing up <laughs> And, of course, this doctor is just a poor victim. Well, he brings his wife, too. 
Well, no, yeah. that was the, the the doctor he brought was just a doctor. That wasn't his yeah, friend. Yeah, the doctor was just a doctor. Oh, oh, that's later. Was, okay. The, the oh, yeah, the friend yeah, yeah, is yeah. later. Uh, yeah. She ends up just devouring on, and and he knew it was going to happen. Pretty he much. was yep, like, "Yep." He turns around and walks out of the room because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's like, <laughs> this like "Well, is kind of my burden now too." Dust my hands off. That I'm solved for today. Oh, well, this is where You're we get great. into kind of our final piece of the puzzle uh-huh. is they decide to have another poker night. Uh-huh. You know? No, 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 no. They didn't decide. They literally look at each other and go, crap, what day is it? Oh, that's it was right. Wednesday. It was that's Wednesday, right. which was, was their poker night. Yeah, right, right, right. their right. poker night. Charlie, watch the movie. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> now, I didn't know I needed that as a drop. <laughs> they make the mother-in-law like applesauce like a drink. And oh, yeah, Ew. when she <laughs> is making the drink, she accidentally cuts her finger a little like the tiniest drop of blood falls into the drink. She stirs it without realizing it and then gives it to the mother. Um, a la the werewolf movie we made Pete watch when the wife cut her finger at the very end. Did we watch a werewolf movie? Werewolf no slash werewolf vampire. Movie ever consumed on this show. I don't remember our werewolf movie. <laughs> uh-huh. But when the wife cuts her finger at the end and she's chopping up salad and looks at it and smiles and licks the blood off her finger. That was a weird went, ah! dream that all three of us had at the same time. I, I think it's a Mandela effect or something here. I don't, I don't know. think yeah, so, definitely. man. Mario Van Peebles is the shit. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Despite can't, what Dan says. That's right. Um, Everybody go check out that episode. Pete loves it. I want that... <laughs> I want that episode to be the most listened to episode of oh. the show. That's my goal. Four, four people. I was a little <laughs> drunk on that one. Oh my goodness. Um, but it's really important because now that small bit of blood is helping the mother be able to be a little bit more cognitive, especially with her facial expressions and yeah. using her eyes to kind of communicate. It doesn't so heal now, her. It no. gives it her the her. tiniest little bit of mobility in a finger. In a finger, right? That's important. Um, so during this poker night with the friends coming over, they're kind of on edge the whole time. Of like, we kind of get 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 out, go. I don't want company tonight, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, they are realizing that the mother is being really active with how she is placing her tiles and using her finger to kind of communicate, but they can't quite figure out. So it turns into a game of charades, basically, right. of them trying to figure out the letters that she is piecing together with her. How do you pronounce it, Pete? Mahjong. 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 Yes. Mahjong. Mahjong pieces, um, which ends up being KLD, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yes. that sounds right. Or they, they were trying is, to Pete. There was there was those there, letters, and they were those three letters were there, but him. not in order. Yes, um, and they come up with the word killed, and they're like killed, and when after she says that, she starts using her eyes to look at the picture of her son who yes. was drowned. And this causes a big problem because now you can tell that the uh, priest and his they're, girlfriend are uh, very uncomfortable. They're, they're getting this. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because the friends are starting to piece it together because, hey, they're they're professional board game players, essentially. Like This is something <laughs> they kind of like live they're, for. They're smart folks, right? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're smart folks. They want to put this together. And they do, and hell ensues for figuring out this puzzle. Don't don't solve this hangman puzzle, because it doesn't get you anywhere. Well, it, it, there's that. They start. They it shows the tiniest little bit of them 
coming to a realization. But this is also a point where we find out that the, the I forget her name, but the the daughter-in-law, the one that's a vampire, is basically, she's like, okay, cat's almost out of the bag. I'm done. Because they start locking up the house. Mm-hmm. She starts closing curtains. Yeah. They're still kind of put, like, even the guy's kind of like, well, it's getting kind of late. It's time for me to go. And she is just in this, like, she's kind of sauntering around the kitchen, closing and then looking at them and moving and just and the doing priest starts to follow suit like oh, oh yeah. I guess this is what we're doing he goes and locks doors everything yeah. it's like they're you're not getting out of here so it, while they were almost it was all they had was kld look at the sun and they almost tried to play it off like yes he was killed we know that mom thanks for reminding us but it was just getting to this point of uncomfortableness and she's probably hungry at and this when point it, snaps it snaps yeah because then taiju decides all right enough is enough and throat punches this man's entire neck into a rubber band oh man that was so good oh (laughs) i I was not expecting it and then like the practical effect of how his head like just bobs just snapped right back and his his neck you can see the bone crack it's so good yeah well while these two are gushing over it uh that happens, and Jackie goes, that was cool. And I went, he's Mr. Fantastic. That was ridiculous. I'm like, why would <laughs> you not have... the impact so hard. So why sour. would you <laughs> not have... Why would you not have decapitated him? When did that we was put the Dan on the show? Perfect time for <laughs> a head pop. It was the perfect time for a good shot of blood coming out. It doesn't even rip his neck skin. It just... And it it was like Stretch Armstrong, and you grabbed his head and you put it up his butt. That's what it looked like. And I'm just like, so mad. I love it. I am so. This is so much fun. I told you guys. I warned you ahead of time. Oh, this is so wonderful. Um, Uh. But it does continue on. So Nate, continue on with the the uh, attack. Well, that's when the screaming ensues and mm. the guests start to run while getting chased. And are they getting bit the entire time? Well, there's a lot uh, going on. And there's a, it, there's it, a, it's lot, a lot going, going on. on. She it's jumps chaos. on. She jumps on the one guy's back. He gets her off. He runs into the bathroom, which oddly is it. I don't know if it's cultural. Why is the bathroom the only one that has glass in the doors? Like window looking things that were obscure. Don't All know. the other bedroom doors had Do nothing. Not the front door had nothing. Bathroom door, let's put obscure glass. Oh, anyway. I don't know. Good question. Yeah, a contractor. A little things pick mm-hmm. up on it. So he locks himself in there, and we get the tug of war of door, and she eventually rips the door off the hinges. Uh, the priest is holding down the other girl because she's losing her mind trying to get away, and he's basically holding her down while the wife then jumps back onto the guy's back and goes to town chomping on him Mm -hmm. and he eventually just falls to the ground in the hallway as she's drinking the blood on there uh let's see where does it go from there she drags him somewhere is it the bathroom she She drags drags him him into into, the bathroom hallway first no they're fighting in the hallway well the priest makes the mention of like when she starts to suck on the blood she's like there's no more blood coming out and he's like, you're going to have to chop the ankles off and hang the bodies and right, gravity the, do the rest. I'm trying to get to the point where we think he is eating Evelyn and drinking her blood. 
um, because the wife comes out after drinking the blood from the husband of Evelyn, and she thinks that he killed the, the, the best friend, the girl. And then he goes into the bathroom with her and goes, basically, we've been extremely wasteful. Um, we need to hang them up because there's no more heart. This is where I got the heartbeat thing. He tells her there's no heart pumping blood, but there's still a ton of blood in there. We can hang them up over the bathtub, cut their ankles, drain the blood out, and put them in resealable containers. I immediately yelled Tupperware, mm -hmm. and it's going to stain it like t tomato sauce. And then True. she's like, did you, you ate Evelyn? And he just kind of nods because he covers her face with a coat as they walk past. So she never pays another attention to the girl after that. It's this is chaos at this point. It is it's, chaos. it's very yeah, hard it's to like it's very hard to describe die. without having seen it. And yeah, people die and but you have to explain though that he fed on Evelyn. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. No, it it's it's pertinent to what's about to happen. Okay. All right. It is. <laughs> okay, spoiler alert. He doesn't actually he doesn't feed on actually her. and she gets away. She gets away, which means he hasn't fed in a while. And it keys in the girlfriend, the, the, the I don't know. Taiju. I, they acted, that Taiju, um, that did you not get your fill from Evelyn? And he just kind of side-eyes her a little bit as they're on their, they're, they're making their escape now with the mother-in-law, which I thought was yeah, I, very that was, odd. That was a weird addition to the getaway car is they did put mom in the backyard or the back seat mrs yeah. Ra, as they're like, getting away they're leaving yeah they're, they're like, leaving going to wherever else they want to go um, they were going somewhere and he starts getting the the ev the blisters the, the, the ev Emmanuel. virus again and she real you know the taiju sees this and is like you didn't get your fill from evelyn which then we get a cut back evelyn now gets up mm -hmm. that's and when we, we get the reveal that she never got bit she runs out, obviously, to tell the cops and everything what happened. And then he drives to the lab where he originally got all this done because he needs to feed. This is where I want you guys to explain. Explain to Charlie why we needed this scene that's coming up. Uh, are, you, are you talking about the rape scene? Yes. Yes, the, the uh, you you've already explained it to us. The, yes, the reason he went there and did that is so that he didn't have followers anymore because there were people still camped out outside of the monastery. I think it was a monastery. I don't think that's it was a I monastery was, slash yeah. lab. It was both. I think whatever it but was. I think it was yeah. him trying to ruin his reputation. Correct. Before that's that's a hundred percent what it was. Next. He was yeah. trying to. Stop people from like like you no longer have faith in me. I have, com I have egregiously offended you. This is exactly in what I should not be doing in the worst possible way. You will lose yeah. faith in me, and you will go on with your lives as such, and and you will never search me out again. You know what else does that? Killing the girl in front of everyone without the rape. Fair. That's fair. Very true. That's fair. Eating her. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Rip her head off, mm -hmm. bite her neck, blood let oh, her out. Oh, oh, you know, just anything that would have been that to me, that is just as, as offensive to someone that's a follower going, what you doing there, right. Messiah? Right. It was like, oh, uh, if you want to be my follower, 
you got to kill people and drink their blood and their you life. You got to rip force. people's heads off as well. Not open up the tent door because even the girl hadn't even been bitten. She wasn't bleeding. She was in a compromised position. And I was like, that was totally unnecessary. Yep. And I knew it was, I am the worst of the worst. Do not follow me. But again, I, my brain, I went, I think killing someone does that too. And yes, that is bad, I guess, equally. I, but I we're talking know. about a horror movie. It's, we're expecting killing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's killing worse than raping. I don't know. I think they're both. Well, one's permanent. So. Well, right. Right. Yes, but I, the other one you permanently have to live with. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. But don't that's know. what I'm saying. Either I've one would have gotten or, or raped. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's terrible. Either but, one would have got the job done, and I feel like they should have aired to the killer. Right? The less PTSD. Yeah. Because then everyone could have been out of their tents. You know, it could have been like, I am here. He could have done the whole Loki thing. I am your Messiah grabbed that girl and ripped an arm off, ripped her finger off and started drinking her blood. Anything would have horrified these people to a point of, well, we're not going to follow you. Anymore. I don't think Messiah is really all that good to follow. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. But anyway, I, and he still doesn't feed. Well, yeah, no, he gets up and he point, runs he's off. Checked out. Like he is, he did that to make a point, and then he gets back to the he car. He is completely checked driving. out. He is he is yeah. ready to. He's got a uh, new mission statement. Yeah, his his new mission is to destroy himself and Taiju. And Taiju, yeah. So he, he gets after after him. this uh, this uh, encounter with the camp. He gets back in the car and he keeps driving, and they drive and drive and drive and drive, almost until sunset. And Taiju falls asleep. Sun sunrise. Sunri sunrise. I'm sorry, sunrise. Um, they come to a cliff where. It overlooks the ocean mm -hmm. and Taiju wakes up and goes, holy shit, what are we doing out here? It's almost sunrise. What, mm -hmm. what have you done? And this is, this is where it gets, I don't know, emotional for me. This is really, oh, very, really, I don't want to say touching, but like you're, you're ending your life. You're ending her life. You have come to terms with your reality and your maker and you are going to end it all and it's and there's no coming back from what has just happened yeah there's no matter what they're going to eventually get caught and he's just making this decision for the both of them which she is totally against when she does wake up and kind of realizes wait a minute we're literally in the middle of nowhere um overseeing a cliff that oversees the sea and she is trying everything she can to like stay alive like she is trying to hide underneath the vehicle. She is trying to hide in the trunk. She puts him in the trunk with her and he just uses his vampire powers to kick the trunk off and like let okay. it just launch into the air. These guys are selling it like it's this big, great, wow, oh my God moment. This is, is when it went straight cartoon it for is. me. No, it is like this is heartbreaking. You're seeing this, one person no. accepting death. And another person not wanting to die and still wanting to be together. No, this guy, he pulls up, rips the key out of the ignition. It's broken off in, which yep. I'm sorry, I got a pocket knife. I could have started that car in about two seconds. With the key um, still in it? Yeah, because that's why. The key's still in it. All you okay. need to do is Did they have the a pocket ignition. knife on them? Yes. Uh, yeah, because they kept cutting wrists. Okay. 
They even have one earlier when he straightens out the corkscrew, which was that kind was of awesome. weird. It was awesome and weird at the same time. But anyway, he rips the key out. She now goes into Yosemite Sam slash Tasmanian devil mode, runs around crazy, throws him in the side of the car. Her she, life is about to end, and she doesn't she, want it to. She's <laughs> I a mean, very I fair it. reaction. She, she's There's nowhere to hide survival mode that she runs around to the other side he's like mopey dopey and he just lets her push him around wherever so she pushes because i'm sorry if you're he's over her by like a hundred and some plus pounds because she doesn't weigh nothing okay in normal life you're stronger than she is if you both get vampire powers your strength is now back to where it was if you were both normal around each other she's not pushing him around she throws him in the pasture seat she runs around gets into the other seat they're like she realizes she can't start the car. They pan the camera back at the mother-in-law who is watching this whole thing happen. <laughs> He's also still sitting there going, dur, 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 dur. she runs to the back, opens up the trunk, throws out the luggage with the cooler full of blood that comically splatters all over the floor. Yeah. Because guess what? Oh, I love it. We yes. can't waste blood, put it in a resealable canister. We're gonna need it for later. That's true. She drags him back out of the car shoves him in the trunk she climbs in he kicks the trunk lid off she then looks at him with this mm, this like anime i'm mad at you storms off into the desert grabs the trunk puts herself back into it slams the trunk back down on top of herself he grabs it they fight tug of war over this thing and he eventually throws it out into the ocean and then sits down like hmm then you see him do everything for the mother-in-law <laughs> get her all like kind of somewhat cleaned up, turn the radio on for her, put the car in gear and push it. And we're like, holy shit, is he going to push her into the ocean? No, we get an overhead shot of him walking over his, I'm calling her the wife, his own like girlfriend who has dug a hole under the car so she can lay down. And he walks over her, then goes and puts the car back in park and sits on the hood. This was the most Looney Tune ending to a movie no, I have ever seen put on oh. the film. This was, you know, no, 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 a person no, no, accepting no, no. that they have to go. Like there he is ha- no place look, on earth. He for may the be trying to do he's trying welcome. He's trying to do the whole Dr. Frankenstein thing. I've created this monster. I must die and make sure this monster dies with me. He's like, yep. I, well, I'm gonna see you, you when she goes, you know, he goes, we'll see each other in hell. She goes, I don't believe in hell, so I'm not going. And then they sit there and pout because no. she looks around and goes, I have no, no, she pouts. She you get freaking one of my favorite pouts. quotes in the entire movie of him looking at her and just says, I want to live with you forever and ever. Like it is a touching, like he does yeah, love her. Bella says that too in Twilight. This is not Twilight. I made you sure that was in the trailer. I watched the movie. I knew what lines well, I don't to put think in. You did. The <laughs> end of the trailer is the same thing they say at the end. Ending that is so devastating and heartbreaking. After he Captain America's the trunk out into the ocean. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That way she can't use it to cover herself. And then the camera keeps panning to mom as she watches. I was waiting for mom to smile. Yeah. It's even <laughs> more brutal. Watches now them. She has to watch the two of them burn and up again, to a crisp. The PA in the background going, we took this from Blade 2 because that's exactly what now, they do. They leave everyone so sitting out in the sun and they 
get extra toasty marshmallowy, and all their clothes burn except Try for to the, the damn shoes. Guy, watch something with heart, and he burn. can't do it. The sh- their clothes are gone. They're, they're, they're none of the, all their clothes oh are gone God. on the hood. I watched. Their shoes are untouched, but the bone of her feet fall off because there's something about her having calloused feet that are healed and she's walking a mile in his shoes because he turned her into a vampire Uh, oh charlie watched the movie i understand everything about this except i still know why did i watch this (laughs) putting on i'm to blame (laughs) her putting on his shoes so heartbreaking Heartbreaking oh, nothing. I, yes. Oh, her so on her hey, have you ever Incredible. heard the phrase walk a mile in their shoes? Yeah. Let's make her wear his shoes as a metaphor uh-huh. that That's because not she a metaphor wanted, at all. It's the uh, fact is that it in not? the middle of the night that he picked her up and gave her her shoes because she was walking around in the middle no, of the night no. with shoes on. No, I say it's a metaphor because well, he didn't initially <laughs> want her to be a vampire. She literally <laughs> had to walk in his shoes. And if she no, took a different path he than he did. To save her feet. I know that where the shoes the the come it had from. It nothing to do with that metaphor. It had everything to do with this was a person that cared for me. No. No. <laughs> I'm so no. happy right now. This That's is good. I'm I love so you. No. <laughs> Don't watch this movie. Everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm saying it now. I just don't. If you love the, if you've already watched these type of movies, fine. When Pete recommends a J horror or Korean horror movie, I'm expecting a cat to fight an alien. Cause that was the last movie he sent me. <laughs> yeah, and I good. actually enjoyed that one. Yeah, that when good. a cat jumped inside of a giant, alien blob and destroyed it from the it was fantastic (laughs) i loved it it was just insane and i was really wasn't ready for his heart to be broken that's what it was my heart was broken watching my wife go is this over yet (laughs) when will this end and here's what i'm gonna say i was saving this for my keeps going up baby (laughs) oh we ain't even got to the scores yet boys I'm going to say, if you had wanted me to be entertained in this movie, then there should have been a decent amount of gore added into all of this, like, lovey-dovey, artsy bullshit that I had to sit through. Okay. Right. I, an arm should have come off. Blo- you know, a head should yeah, have got ripped off. I, if I'm neck. watching it's a awesome. J-horror, Korean horror okay. movie, I expect that level of okay. gore. All right. Okay, I'm, I need to breathe for a second. <laughs> all right, loud and clear. I assure you, I give you my 100% guarantee that the next one will meet your expectations of batshit crazy. Everybody tune in 2023 when we check out Pete's <laughs> next selection on Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the that podcast. Is 100% fine. Whenever you allow me, I will uh, I will come up Coming with something. Coming soon, Charlie's going to have a new podcast called Give Me Back My Host, where he's trying to find new hosts. <laughs> right. Nate, <laughs> I just Nate and Pete have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is wonderful! I'm glad okay. there is a such a div- divisive opinion about this movie because it 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 makes it makes it much more fun to talk about instead of gushing over it, uh, which just, is all Pete and I would have done. Oh my god, that's all we would have done. All you have done. I'm the yeah. only sane voice in the house tonight, boys. You're technically outvoted two to three right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> this ain't a democracy. <laughs> This is Charlie's show. It is Charlie's show. <laughs> yeah, this uh, feels I'm like pulling a Charlie Taylor. I'm ship. pulling a Pete like he does uh, on Good yeah, Beer. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've heard him say it. My, All right, guys. My show, bitches. Uh, <laughs> we, we're going long. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's let's yeah, rain, let's let's raining blood this thing. everybody raining blood for the 2009 movie the thirst the hot hit sensation out of korea it was was one one death and it was my freaking soul in this movie it was well, there's gone. way it's more death. what are you talking about there's one death my soul oh, okay. my soul died that's the one that's the best um that's the bit thanks for stepping on the bit guys you're sorry, all sorry. Do it again. Do it again. Stepped on our no. feelings nope we're just going with <laughs> it right, like fair. it is now we're riding this wave um like you guys didn't look it up i tried i could not find anyone that bothered to do a, re- a, a body count for this movie and as i i was refused to go back and rewatch it it's extremely low though because we have um, the the party, which is not counting the the one woman. Two people die at the party. We have the victim that she kills, that overly happily with the scissors. The priest that he stabs in the heart and drinks his blood. They both die. Then again at the end, and I'm pretty sure those are the actually only people that actually are. Mm-hmm. And the son seven. Seven people actually die in this movie. Oh, there's that random on, carjacking that she. That killed. was the guy she did with the yeah. scissors. Yeah. Oh right. I right, counted right, him. Right. Good. Well, I mean, you pulled that one out pretty quickly. I'm That's impressed. Pretty That's pretty Thank good. you, because yeah. I watched the movie. <laughs> um, watched the movie. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna say just on memory seven because I'm not counting the fifty people that they kept talking about dying. So, seven's gotta be um, close. Yeah, and he doesn't kill anyone at the camp. You know, I would have thought right. maybe the right. at least killed the girl. No, no one else mm-hmm. dies from there. Uh, no one at the hospital because he, oh, the doctor. Eight, eight people die that he mm-hmm. fed her right. in the room. So, raining blood of eight. We're running long. Let's rate this bad boy. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. I'm going last, Woo! boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like you should go first. I'm going, <laughs> no, I'm going, I'm going last. <laughs> I'm going last. Um, Pete, you brought this to the table. Yes, sir. I'm going to go four and a half. Or wait, no, we're on a scale of 10. I, I screwed that 10. up again. Right. <laughs> uh, this is a solid eight. I, I love this movie. I think it's got a lot to say, and I think it is wonderful. Please go see this movie. It is a long movie. It is yeah. all subtitled. Worth your time. I think there are a lot of layers to peel back from this onion. You'll cry. Please go see this movie. It's wonderful. Nate, let's get this thing done. Rate this bad uh, boy. Mine is an 8.5. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by it, what this the, film gave. The I demon hump and put you over by half of it. <laughs> it that, did, yeah. The demon hump. No other right. movie will give me a demon hump. So <laughs> that definitely gets you a point five right there. Yeah. Now, this movie's gorgeous. I, I could not believe how good it was. I can't wait to watch it again. It's gonna be a little while till I dive back into it. Um, but yeah, I like Pete said, I cannot recommend this. Nate's enough. holding out there for that director's cut. Yeah, it's incredible. I really want to never find cut. that. Nate and I yeah. are gonna have a party, baby. 
We'll, we'll exactly. get on a Discord or something. And we'll, we'll I had show it to a everyone. lovely evening with Pete eating dinner, petting his dogs, and getting to watch this. Yeah. It you, was fantastic. It's Okanomiyaki. what I needed in my life right now. So, yes, 8.5 for me. <laughs> my turn. One. I <laughs> only odd, I only audibly exclaimed at this movie at one point in this movie. Oh, and I'm not talking about me cussing this movie. I meant as a moment of Whoa! that kind of noise came out of my mouth was, and we didn't talk about it. She's trying to run away when they're both vampires and he grabs her ankle. Oh, that was so and good. Oh, yeah. Flings her down the alley, yet her head catches the edge of uh-huh. the neighboring building with this incredible thunk. And crack, and she's still alive. Obviously, you know she's still a vampire. She's still alive. And then he drops her. That is the only time I exclaimed in joy, like, "Oh, that was awesome!" And I love that. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. Having said that, that was really the only thing I <laughs> particularly cared about this movie. And as the last episode was sludge, which I'm sorry, everybody, this is now three in a row for Charlie that have been non-winners in my book. <laughs> Um, <laughs> good. We're breaking him in 2020. And I have, <laughs> I went on record last episode saying that I feel like the Dan two is the absolute worst ranking and that it's even worse than a one because oh. it's a Dan two. I have now created a new standard that is lower. <laughs> I give this no ranking. I oh, give this no oh, score, ouch, no man. points, yeah. I, not even a zero because zero is a number. This is less than nothing. This is less than zero. I am giving this no rating. None whatsoever. I am not rating this movie. It is non, non, non non-rate. No, no, non. I'm glad we broke you though. Non machete. For other people to chime in who have seen this and be like, Charlie's wrong. I'm sure the two of them will have a lot they're to actually, say. We're going to lose more people because they're gonna be like, Charlie likes a terrible movie called From Paris with Love, but hates Thirst. That yet you still gave it a five. You didn't give yeah. it a nothing vote. You gave it half. Half of ten, which is a 50%. That's a pass. I am giving this Not on the a American nothing. System. It has to be a 64 <laughs> that was in Paris. It's French. It's fifty. It's a pass. But oh, okay, that's fair. Suck it, says. No, I. I Roll nothing. credits. We're Roll done. credits. That's all, all right. right. No, I I like this. I you like what you like. You don't like what you yes. don't like. And and I'm okay. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. You're you're kind of wrong. But <laughs> I'm not going to say you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> to your face in person. Where I was like, we're on video. Of course it's to my face. Why? Well, that just blew that out of the water. (laughs) It's fine. I do a show with Dan. Trust me. This is nothing. This is a very artful film, and uh, it it might not get to some people with, you know, half I need that princess dire or the princess bride (laughs) thing. You keep using this word, and I don't think you understand what it means. <laughs> it's a very artful film. I do not think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I didn't have enough room for all the drops I had in mind. I had one from A Bug's Life where they go, "You're fired." That was well, my mm. plan for the two of you. Uh, oh. If we're both fired, then it's your turn, Charlie. Yeah, Pick a movie. 
Oh, I have already picked the next movie. I already have the next co-host. He has confirmed today. Oh, so we will have. I have been will, fired. You've been you've been fired every other episode, Pete. That's, that's okay. That's fair. <laughs> but we did talk about we we do have uh, some. We're gonna have rotating hosts. Sludge filled in. Yeah. Because everyone bailed on Texas Chainsaw oh. Massacre. Dude, rightfully, everyone so. had a brain. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, we're going to have another special guest uh, on the show for next time. And yes, I have selected the movie. Nate knows what it is. Nate agreed with me. Yeah, it, I think it, it's, it's going to be a good. cool choice. Yes, it will be. I'm excited. Um, so, all right, everybody, this has run a little bit long. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Pete's Pick of the Week. Uh, this is the Pete episode. on my shoulders, huh? <laughs> uh, every bit of it, bud. Every bit of social media promo. This is the Pete special. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. uh, and if you want to see those promos, check us out over at the Give Me Back My Horror Movies uh, Facebook group, Give Me Back My Horror Movies Instagram page. We also have the Give Me Back My Action Facebook and Instagram. If you want to email us about never, ever, ever pick one of these movies again, it is GMDMAMPOD <laughs> at gmail.com. If you're in favor of it, it's Pete.com. It's weird that he just has that as his email. Uh, it worked. He got it early. I so had it was er- fun. email early, yeah. <laughs> really early. He got he got in on the ground floor on that one. Uh want to just thank everybody for checking it out. Check out all our new shows over on the network. We have the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. I uh I now you, I know you hear me. Sorry, Flynn, I'm getting better at this. I know you hear me with Flynn Hendricks, Tales from the Haunt with Flynn Hendricks and just Jeff. I'm gonna what do I call Nate? You know, now Nate. That's what we do. Now Nate. And that's how I'm gonna key you in on all the next episodes oh, oh, from now okay. on. <laughs> uh but just Stay tuned in. We have all kinds of stuff going on, bringing on new stuff. We just had a big interview episode. I hope everybody checked it out. We had uh, Joshua Milrad from oh, Beastmaster so come on. I want his yeah. ball machines. He, he, he was a treat. He is awesome. Um, so I want everyone to go check that out. Uh, and, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Quick, simple. Thank you, everyone. Tune in in two weeks to hear the next horror. Tune in next week for the next action. <laughs> And as we close out tonight with a very broken Charlie, uh, <laughs> Nate, Pete, uh, don't let me, Pete, thank you so much. You want to plug really? the show Pete. real quick? Plug the show. <laughs> You're thanking me? <laughs> I am. Take right. it while I'm giving it. Yeah, come on over and check us out. We're on the network at Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. We do uh, a show once a month. So come check us out. Easy peasy. Next time, keep the bad movie on your show, Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, Nate, you got anything to add, brother? This movie gets zero beers out of six. It's perfect. Zero, <laughs> zero beers. You don't need beer to enjoy this. No, baby, no. I need a keg. Nate, get us out of here with the good word. Go to hell, Charlie. <laughs> hail to the king, baby. This, this movie killed me. Hold on. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs>
I've never seen this happen I love before. This. this is so much fun. We broke, we broke Charlie. We, we broke, broke Charlie. Charlie. We, we broke, broke Charlie. Charlie. We, we broke, broke Charlie. Charlie. <laughs>